You're listening to Rock of Ages, where I introduce my friends who are much into music theater to different types of pop and rock music. And sometimes they'll introduce me to some theater music. Okay, in this episode, we'll be talking about Angeloid Weber and Tim Rice, Jesus Christ Superstar. With me, I have Jess. Yep. Okay. Hello, hello. And Riley. Hello. Jesus Christ Superstar is a musical album by Angeloid Weber and Tim Rice. It was produced by Tim Rice and Angeloid Weber, imagine that, and released on October 27th, 1970, under the DECA and MCA records, and the genres are art rock and progressive rock. And in an all-music review from Bruce Etter, Jesus Christ Superstar started life as a most improbable concept album from Decca Records, which had not until then been widely known for groundbreaking musical efforts. It was all devised by 21-year-old composer Andrew Lloyd Webber and 25-year-old lyricist Tim Rice. It had been conceived as a stage work, but lacking the funds to get it produced, the two collaborators decided to use an album as the vehicle for introducing the piece. A fairly radical rock theater hybrid about the final days in the life of Jesus as seen from the point of view of Judas. If its content seems sacrilegious, the work, a sun through musical echoing operatic and oratorio traditions, was structurally perfect for an album. Just as remarkable as its subject matter was the fact that its musical language was full-blown rock. There was a time an American spawned hit theater piece called Hair that utilized elements of rock music, but it wasn't as unified a work as Weber and Rice's creation, and less built on rock than on pop that referred to rock. Weber and Rice's work presented a far sharper, bolder musical edge and pushed it much further than Hair ever did. Serving as their own producers, the two creators got together more than 60 top-flight singers and musicians and managed to pull the whole production together into a more than coherent whole that contained a pair of hit singles to help drive AM radio exposure. What's more, the whole album sounded like the real article as far as its rock music credibility was earned. It was played good and hard for a studio creation. Released in America by Decca as a handsomely decorated double LP set complete with illustrated libretto, Jesus Christ Superstar seemed to pick up where the Who's Tommy and Hare had left off, and audiences from across the age and cultural spectrum responded. Teens who didn't know from Jesus, opera, or oratorios liked the beat, the hard rock sounds, and the singing, and bought the album. As did parents who felt the record offered a chance to understand some aspects of this youth culture around them, and especially its music, and so did some more forward-thinking clergy and theologians, who saw any opportunity to spread the word about Jesus. Jesus, where it wasn't previously going as intrinsically good. Alright, before I ask you guys what you thought of Jesus Christ Superstar, I would like to tell you my film teacher's opinion on Jesus Christ Superstar when I told him, when I told him about uh, the episode of the podcast, and, and I'm taking this from his own words here. He said that Jesus Christ Superstar was, in his own words, awful. <laughs> wow! <laughs> What a scathing critique. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Why? I, I don't know. He just does. <laughs> he said he liked Day by Day, but I had to remind him it's not even in Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Do you 
dear God, okay. It's in Godspell, I think. Well, we know what musical he does like. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah. Um, the critic I told you about a few few weeks ago, Robert Christgau, the one who liked the band's self-titled album. What do you think he thought of this album? Awful? A musical? Let me... <laughs> it is a musical that exists. Let me uh, let me read you his review. Outsiders since Pat Boom have had the dumb idea that rock and roll means projecting the kind of sham intensity that's the worst kind of opera lover is a sucker for. And here's more. Rock musical is too kind. <laughs> <laughs> Set semi-classical, twice-removed melodies amid received, over-rehearsed rock instrumentation, and all the verb and spontaneous power, which is the music birthright, gets crucified. C minus. Oh my think, goodness. I think that whoever this person is needs to sit down, take a long sit, and just think about their choices for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and we we will have lots of more Christgau reviews where we. This is just the tip. And I am going. The reason that I know that what this musical is is just a Randy Rainbow parody that my mom showed me. It's a parody about Trump. That's like all. What? I know. That's all the parodies. Oh why? <laughs> it was just a parody about. It was like it was to superstar. I I remember Don, I saw that one. Why here? I, why now? I and going back to uh, Chris Gow's review, he said it was over rehearsed. I would like to argue with him. I think it's under rehearsed at points. Uh, I think it was pretty well rehearsed. Yeah, it mm. think rehearsed. I think it. Yeah, I, uh, I think it had its under rehearsed moments. Like when oh, throughout the overture, I was thinking, "Wow, this this it's it sounds like they were just handed the sheet music." Just well, <laughs> maybe it all depends on what what recording we were listening to because I had to, I had to, I just googled like soundtrack and then the first one that showed up, which was like I don't know, some random person on YouTube had compiled it. I think it was like one of the earlier ones, but I'm not sure. We, we, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I'm all right. So yeah, I th I thought it was good too. Yeah, I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was decent. Yeah, it has its it has its good moments. It has its bad moments. It's, it's like it whatever. has it's musical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It is a I musical. Think, it I think is. It's a musical that, that exists. I don't think it was it stellar, is. but I think it was okay. Musical. It's stellar in a lot of ways. All right, so... Uh, there are worse musicals out there. Yeah, yeah that's oh, true. Boy, there are worse ones. Yeah. Don't be shy. Say what the worst musicals are. Yeah. Tootsie. Uh, Give us the tea. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. Uh, <laughs> Miss Saigon. Any no oh, anything okay. anything with Shrek is amazing. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, not the musical. Not the musical. The musical. What? It's very bad. It's not good. What? It's bad. It's not good. <laughs> What's not good? It's Shrek a bad musical. musical. <laughs> <laughs> Someday, Shafe McArillis is gonna make a video on why Shrek the musical is not very good, but not anytime in the near future because just watching Shrunk the musical is exhausting. I've never actually watched the original Shrek in full, but I did have to watch the musical with my mom, and I. I watched it. the. I, 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 wa I, watched I remember I watched Shrek for the very first time on Disney Channel. We were going to watch the new the Newsies recording, but my mom wanted to watch the Shrek one instead, and I'm still mad. <laughs> oh. They made a pro shot of the Shrek man. musical. Man. Yeah, Shrek got a pro shot, and then like Hades Town doesn't get a pro shot. Head Over Heels doesn't get a pro shot. Does Great Jesus Comet Christ doesn't get like. Does Jesus Christ Superstar get a pro yeah. shot? Well, yeah, because there was that live production yeah. on TV. I, 
I thought they were. I didn't know about Jesus Christ Superstar I don't know when if the there live was one any, like pro shots of the original like London cast. Probably not. I not thought there. I yeah. thought that um, JCI was originally just people reading because the I didn't know that much about musicals at the time. So I didn't know it was a musical, and I thought it was just people reading from the Bible. <laughs> yeah, you just you go to you just go to a stage and watch people read the book for two hours. I mean, isn't that what church is? <laughs> yes. I was confused. Like the when it said like um the the last one it was a like John nineteen forty one. I was unaware of the context. So I'm gonna look up the verse right now and explain it what it is. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Wait, yeah. mm. okay, one second. Yeah. Because this does take place. The end takes place when he's crucified. It says, "Um, at the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and the garden had a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid." It was ex- it was made exclusively just for him. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if your name is Jesus Christ, you're not getting in that grave. You're just not. Man, um, imagine making a tomb exclusively for somebody and they just walk out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like the builders put a lot of work into that. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, no. Nope. Nope. You're alive. Everything's all right now. Everything's fine. Everything's all right now. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh, of course, my mind did not go to JCS, but immediately to Fun Home, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Fun Home superstar. <laughs> all right on to the songs of this album i like a quite a bit of them there's a bunch of stuff here what's the buzz everything's all right this jesus must die that's a nice it's a great must 10 die. out of 10 songs in a row you that's great die. you mm. must die <laughs> murder yeah. join me link and i will make your face the greatest in coronite or else you will die. <laughs> but then again, there are songs that I really couldn't care about. Like, I, I already said I'm not a fan of the Overture because it sounds sloppy. But I know po- I know in context, I know in context, Pilot's Dream is supposed to be like foreshadowing his encounter with Jesus. But it's too short to make an impression. It's Okay, I- a lot of the times the Overture is never really like supposed to be the highlight of a musical because it's just the orchestra like getting warmed up and getting ready to perform the show. Just them vibing, so- honestly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally. Was that Rossini's mindset when he made the William Tell overture? Did he just want to <laughs> buzz around? That's a different kind of overture, okay? Apples and oranges. Apples and overtures. <laughs> Let's see. what are, Like, uh, there's a difference between a musical overture, like, as a complete piece, and an overture that before a show. Mm, yeah. That just, like, plays little snippets of the highlights of that show, or even just uh, some intro music. I, I just like overtures in general, so yeah, I like they overture. they like set like they set the tone. They yeah, they do their job. You know what? Overture is kind of trash. What? Bring it on the musicals overture. I mean, I guess it would like get you hyped when you're going when a, you're actually seeing the show and you hear why that would like, a high dramatic. School, why would a musical set in music. high school need like some instrumented overture? I know, right? It didn't even need to be on the cast album. But it is, it and it's kind of, album? like, musically not that interesting, mm. even though I can understand how it would be really exciting if you're just, like, about to see the show. Because it's like, oh my gosh, the show's about to start, and it's like, duh, duh, but that's it, that's it. It's just, like, tuna. <laughs> I, I found a hot take. You could have just put Everything's Alright reprise into I Don't Know How to Love Him. You could have just not made them two separate songs, and no one would have known the that's difference. That's what I did. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's what I did. Mm. 
But the song yeah. that's the song that follows those two, "Damn for All Time," that that probably has the no tastiest guitar licks I've ever heard in a musical so far. Tasty. Everyone loves what? tasty. That's guitar. how they. That's how rockers. That's how that's how rockers call them tasty licks. In what song? Mm, it's tasty. very murky. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> in what song? Uh, "Damned for All Time." Oh, uh, you know what was a good one for me? Hmm. What? Heaven on their minds. Mm, yeah. Um, okay. It's a bit flat, but I like it. I, I I like it. I gave it a nine out of ten because ten out of ten. So. I was just really confused by Heaven on Their Minds because um, I thought the show was supposed to be. I had to like look up a synopsis of it because I thought the show was supposed to begin when Jesus was born. I don't know why I thought that, but like I was mm. supremely confused by Heaven on Their Minds before I looked up the synopsis. Mm. There must be over 50,000 Screaming love and more for you Everyone of 50,000 Would do whatever you asked him to Keep them yelling their devotion I remember when I first bought, when I first listened to Jesus Christ Superstar like a couple months ago, I listened to Zyman Zelotes and Zelotes or however you pronounce that, and I was like, it's fine, okay, whatever, and I didn't, never really thought of it, but listening to it again, I thought, oh, holy crap, this is, this is freaking fire, man. And I, I think Zyman Zelotes, maybe it is, maybe it's not, I think it's an underrated song. I mean, there's gotta be Zelotes yeah, fans out there. Yeah, more appreciation. Yeah, for there must be over 50,000 fans fans of this song yeah yeah let me check how many views it has on youtube mm -hmm. there uh, must be the over three thousand nine hundred seventy no! oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we lost darn darn why here why now wait let me look at the we one that i society we do uh, live in a society. Like I've made videos with more views than that come on I listened to the <laughs> this one is a psa Go listen to it. The Alright. The, this musical didn't really have any funny moments, but if I were to pick out two, the first one would be in Peter's denial. It was just when Peter was shouting, I don't know him. That was that was the second funniest part for me. And the first- I would say that one of the funniest parts was probably- uh, King Herod's Judas song? Jesus! Yeah, Tomatoa's song. <laughs> uh, have King... you guys seen that AMV? No. Tomatoa, King Herod's song. <laughs> No. Nope. Guess who made it? You get one guess. Shea Frillis. You? No. you guess. You guess right. It was Shea Frillis. <laughs> nice. Yeah, obviously. Uh, for my notes for King yeah, Harris' obviously. song, I just put funny. That's it. <laughs> I love the funny haha -ha man. Mm -hmm. I made a funny. Who is this very funny blue man? <laughs> <laughs> I like your funny words, magic man. Magic man. Oh, I like your Boy. funny words, magic man. <laughs> 
Oh, you're all, I like your funny words, Magic Man. <laughs> For supper, I uh, want a party platter. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into the uh, singers on here, I think everyone does a great job on here, but especially Ian Gillen, who plays Jesus himself. I, I Jesus. think. Yep, he. I think he's. Just full disclosure, I think he's a, he's a, he just, he beats everyone in this musical, especially on Gethsemane. That, I'm just that, that wailing why, it's just so, so powerful. I think Ian Gillen, this might be one of Ian Gillen's best works as a singer. Getting into some Deep Purple, so we're gonna be viewing him some more, so there's something to look forward to. He can what hit no higher than my grades. <laughs> 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 Jokes. <laughs> Unfunny yeah. jokes. Yep. Very I funny. Did laugh. <laughs> but oh, aside, I but I also liked terrible. I also liked Murray Head, the guy who played Judas. Much funny. Did laugh. <laughs> so funny. I forgot to laugh. Oh, and um, probably the most beautiful voice is Yvonne Elliman, who plays Mary Magdalene in here. I mean, she's she's just soothing. She's she's just doing a great job. I, but she she doesn't appear on many songs on here, and that's that's a shame. Yeah, she deserves better. Yeah, she she, she so kind of just disappeared after Peter's denial. She could have just she could have like had her own little part in the trial before Pilate, maybe like say goodbye to Jesus or at least. <laughs> <laughs> so. uh... A fun story about Yvonne Elliman. She uh, she hasn't done much after Jesus Christ Superstar, but she is one of the background singers for Eric Clapton on his albums and on his concerts. Not that you Ooh, don't care for her. Yep, but I think Eric Clapton is a reprehensible person, so I am lukewarm. Well, yep. I just imagine like. What if Clapton and his band played Everything's Alright on tour and Yvonne was just singing so soothly and then Clapton was like, Oh, Harry, you're fine, white man. Brand new and expensive. Could have been, could have been safe for the poor. I would not have liked that. That was beautiful. <laughs> I, a real performance we have mm, here. Yeah. On to Trial Before Pilots. It's a really cool song. Really nice and really funky for a song about a man getting brutally whipped to death. Yeah! Phoenix Naomi Victoria pointed that out in her Jesus Christ Superstar Explained Casually video. It's so funny. I recommend it. It's worth a watch. Let me link it. If it's not taken down again. Mm. Wait, I'm gonna send you guys the Randy Rainbow parody. It's mm. it's incredible. She took her videos down like a year or two ago. Like all of them. They just Tragic. got purged. Mm. And then and now they're back up and I don't know why. They just spontaneously like resurfaced on YouTube one day. They're back. I hope, please don't be gone. Please don't be gone. Please don't be gone. Please don't be gone. Yes, it's still here. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, okay this cool. So I'm linking that. We'll immediately Boop. listen after Boop. recording. It's really funny. <laughs> so we're just to sum up my feelings on Ian Gillen, he shrieks like a madman, and I love it. I never knew how high Jesus could sing. Wait. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, Jess. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, I wasn't even trying. Yeah. Alright, so my least favorite song on here, and probably everyone else's least favorite song, is probably the weirdest one, The Crucifixion. Yep. <laughs> it was yep. pretty weird. Yep, yep that was, uh... That's a good way to pretty yeah. much end the. I mean, it's. I guess it's like supposed to be like a tone picture of 
Jesus getting crucified and just weird stuff going on. I, but at this point, I'd actually prefer the Beatles Revolution 9 over this. <laughs> oh, that's saying something. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't, I mean, I also don't like how it just abruptly stops. Yeah. There's yeah, another, really there's another Beatles song that abruptly stops, but at least it's earned. Is it though? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, John 1941 followed that up with just being better, so. Thanks, I, John 1941. You weren't bad. Congratulations. Yeah. Yay. You, you, you did it. You get a cookie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, I already mentioned this, but personally, Gethsemane is my favorite song on here. It's just. I mean, that's the big guy, yep. so. When I first listened to, like, Ian Gillen and the shrieking and the and the music that was behind him. It was oh, it was so it was so epic and emotional. It's just okay. Now this is epic. <laughs> okay, now this is epic. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Oh. <laughs> I did say it with pizzazz. Yeah. Fight me. Yep. Oh, speaking of <laughs> the did, speaking of the music in here, the uh, the guitar at the beginning of "Damned for All Time" it it sounds the weird that way because the uh, music in the left channel is delayed by like 0. 0.2 seconds, so it that's the reason why it feels weird or at least that's off. the reason why you gotta listen to it with one ear. <laughs> yeah. Just take your other headphone out. Yeah, you get a karaoke oh. version of "Damn for All Time." Yay! Something I want to point out. Yay! All the characters in like a specific song, they all like each character has like their own little place in between, like that around like your headphones. So it sounds. Oh like yeah, from, like, they have their own light motifs. <laughs> Y'all really got headphones out here. Damn. Yeah. I listened to yeah. headphones for like the first side, but then they had to like charge. So I just listen to the rest with my actual ear holes. I it's, just listen alone disgusting. in my room. Y'all are really out yeah, here with cool. head. <laughs> I call my earbuds headphones, though. They go on a head, and they're like phones. I mean, yeah, I don't I use, earbuds, use earbuds or headphones because um, my, my grandma calls them earphones. Ear. Headphones are dumb. <laughs> I'd like to go back to Wikipedia. They, with whom classify this as art rock and progressive rock. I, I agree with the art rock stuff. There's a, definitely an artsy ambitions here since this is like a rock opera, but I do not agree with the progressive rock. This is this is not Prague to me. It has... did say on the 1970 recording that... No, you're not my little Prague champ. You're not <laughs> even bass. <laughs> you're cringe. This is epic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Much appreciated. Anyway. Much money did laugh. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, the only song that felt pro Prague to me was uh, The Last Supper, but only because it was seven minutes long and it had mood changes. But the rest was, well, to be art rock is to use any type of rock form or at least music form have like a meaning behind it. So like you can do funk, soul, blues, jazz, but if you don't have like a meaning, then it's just funk, blues, soul, and jazz. But if you're but if you have a meaning behind it, then it's it's basically art rock. 
And basically, so to be art, it's got to be deep. Yeah. So all of all of this is art rock, but only like a few times can you like see like different t- time signatures or like or like lyrics that don't have to do with necessarily with love or anything. This is this is straight art rock. The like the only prog song on here is the Last Supper. Anyway, I know one. I know nobody cares, but Santa was fun. It was short. It was sweet. I it was short and sweet. I had fun. This, yeah. That was a fun song for me. Yep. Wish we had a good time. Yeah, it, At it, least it we had the friends we made pop. along the way. Have to see, my lord. Have to see, I'd have to see, my lord. If I die, what will be my reward? If I die, what will be my reward? Have to know, have to know, my lord. Have to know, have to know, my lord. Oh, and I forgot to mention Judas's death is amazing. It's it's a great. It has was like reprises of each of the songs he was in, and the that ending. Wow, that was that was something. Mm-hmm. I would I'd say that um, Murray Head Judas's guy is like second place to Ian Gillen's Jesus. I mean, my my gosh, my my lord. He he's he. I mean, like I said, everyone here does such a good job. But yeah, yeah there are. Yep. But yeah, for all the good stuff you have, there are the stinkers, the the the, the overture, pilot's dream, the reprise of everything's all right. Okay, and... the overture doesn't even count. Okay, it's an overture. All right, the overture what doesn't did even you expect. The overture doesn't even exist. Hashtag yeah, exactly. Hashtag it the overture is over count. party. Tell me why I thought that overture party was pronounced Pilati. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Pilates. god! I thought that too. <laughs> really? No, I've I've gone to Catholic school since since preschool, so I, I knew Pontius Pilate. Okay. I knew Pontius Pilate too, but whenever I read it, I'm like Pilate. You didn't do Stations of the Cross every single year? No, I I I went to I went I went wow. to Sunday school. What do you know? I only went to Sunday school for one year in eighth grade. All right. Okay. All right. In my defense, I'm Jewish, so I don't need to. <laughs> I know. I was just joking. What is Bibble? Mm. Ha, Bibble. Right. Who is Bibble? Who? Okay. Bibble is the little fairy creature from the Barbie <gasps> Fairytopia movies, and we people like him because he is a king. Yeah. So, Bibble. so yeah. there's a religion around Bibble. I see. If you don't like Bibble, yeah. leave. Yeah. Get out of the podcast. Bibble supportive zone. <laughs> In this house, we stand Bibble. <laughs> I can hear everyone clicking off the podcast. <laughs> Implying <laughs> that somebody doesn't stand Bibble. Yeah, uh, Bibble and Dizzle. <laughs> Bibble and Dizzle are the most iconic duo. Bob and Larry have got nothing on Bibble and Dizzle. Anyway, uh, a lot of people auditioned for Jesus Christ Superstar when it was announced, and one of those people was this guy. You may not know him, and his name is John Lennon. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, no who did way. he audition for? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh my god! Superstar! <laughs> Soup! And and remember, this was only four years after he said the Beatles were bigger than Jesus. Oh, <laughs> oh man. 
Imagine what life would have been like if John Lennon was Jesus Christ and Yoko Ono was Mary Magdalene. <laughs> I'm sorry for putting that image in your head. I'm sorry. At least we still would have gotten Murray Head as Judas. Alright, so this album quickly became popular in the States, and unlike John Lennon's comment on Jesus, it was not as controversial. I mean, I bet there was some controversy, but it wasn't as extreme anymore. I think it's probably because the, the hippie movement had already taken its toll on the country. And Interesting theory. The war! Oh. The war going on out there. <laughs> <laughs> and no one cares about Jesus. And all <laughs> here. What about Jesus? All right. Dear bewildered and awkward Jesus. <laughs> All right, so what do we think of this, as Wikipedia puts it, prog album? Do, 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 do. Wait, what What are we... Just, just writing it. Um, uh, it is very good out of ten. That's not a number. Yes, it is. It can be. All right, One I'll... of the letters in it is a number. E is a number. <laughs> but it's not E out of ten. I'll just put 10 out of 10 for you. Okay. No, 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 not a 10 out of 10. That's hyperbole. You know I don't do that. I think it's at least like a 7. Maybe right. a 6 and a half. 6 and a half. All right, 6 and a half. Is no, good. no, no. 6. Point, um 79. No, 6.78. <laughs> 6.7085. That's 6.785. Final answer. Cool. So, I'm I had a really great, great joke where I was going to give it over 500,000, but then I couldn't remember if it was 500,000 or 50,000. So I'm... Over 9,000! I was... I'm going to give it whatever over 5 out of 10, but in actuality, I give it like a hard 8. I thought it was pretty good. I give it a cheese (laughs) out of 10. (laughs) Cheese out of 10. For me, I give it a cheese out of 10. Oh, cheese. Gotcha. It's fun and free. Yeah. Um... I'm grabbing my calculator and calculating my average score, so, um, 6.72 out of 10. Alright, that's that's fair. I just want to say that I like things more than other people. If there's something I like, I'll give it a 10 out of 10, and, and but this is not one of those things. I won't give it a 10 out of 10. It's a bit under-rehearsed in places. I mean, in most places, it's just nicely rehearsed. It's not over-rehearsed or anything. Suck it, Christ gal. But it's, uh... It, it, it's, not, it's, it's well enough. And sometimes <laughs> songs don't stick at all. Like, uh... They're too short, or they're too unmemorable, or they're too... The uh, crucifixion. Like they're too... That one just <laughs> stuck with us because of how unmemorable it was. I, I liked the piano, okay? It, it, right, it had a nice right. piano part. Some songs were too short, some songs were too bland, some songs were too the crucifixion. Overall... <laughs> Can we just pretend the crucifixion doesn't exist? <laughs> I'd love to. This is... I, I'd say this is really good, actually. I'm going to disagree with Christgau and my film teacher on this. This is a solid... Eight and a half out of ten. That's yeah. That's that sounds reasonable. That's would anyone ha- like to predict what your your film teacher wouldn't rate it? <laughs> yeah, maybe he'd give it like a three or a four out of ten. I don't know. So the guy who played K- the King Herod in this was a nobody, but in like the nineteen ninety eight stage revival, it was he was played by Alice Cooper, and he is not a nobody. <laughs> Delightful. 
So we will be getting to Alice Cooper in here too. Woo! Nice. Well, I can't wait to listen to some actual prog. But we won't be doing that next week because this is a concept album slash rock opera, which means next week we'll be looking at a theater album. Have we chosen which one it is? No. <laughs> uh, no. I thought we did. Who wants to have some suggestions? Um, oh, I think I mean, Jess said. I think Jess it? said next to normal. Yeah, next oh, to yeah, normal might be yeah. okay. All right, next. Got to do that before March ends. Yep. Yeah. yeah. March is, is the next to normal month. Yep. It's March first. It's and it's March twentieth. <laughs> and it's March. All right. Thank you. I won't lie. That's definitely me when it's March. Thank you. So if you are the Christ, yes, the great Jesus Christ, feed my household with this bread. You can do it on your head. Or has something gone wrong? Why do you take so long? Come on, King of the Jews. Hey, aren't you scared of me, Christ? Mr. Wonderful Christ. You're a joke, you're not the Lord You're nothing but a fraud Take him away, he's got nothing to say Get out, you king of the... Get out! Mm. Get out, you king of the Jews Get out, you king of the Jews Get out of my life <laughs>